What's up, everybody? We've been trying to figure out new ways to do this podcast. So today, Johnny, I just want you to listen to this song, and I want you to give me your feedback on it. All right? All right. All right. But the plug come late night. The plug come late. Joy come in the morning, then the plug come. We on, we on. Joy come in the morning, but the plug come late night. I just want to be... I just wanna be successful. <laughs> Tell them niggas. Tell them. Trillis ever did it. Shooters in the 92 Intrepid. You got collage work. His shit mixed with his shit mixed with day work. My shit is Cinderella slipper. I ain't sorry for the wait. Bitch, I was in the kitchen dancing on a plate. They wrote my story out in invisible ink. They like what took so long. I'm like, nigga, I barely blinked. <laughs> God bless a homicide, God bless a shooter, your soul a computer, you Google rumors, I scale fish boy, I move units, stepped on it twice and I meant to, the brick got chandelier crystals, planets revolve, my nigga shoot pistols. Okay, that was hot. You like Fire, that? Finally play some shit. Finally you play some heat. <laughs> who was that? That shit was fire, huh? Yeah, who was that? That Stove God Cooks, this album was solely produced by Rock Marciano, if you don't know who Rock Marciano is, legend. Um... But this is off reasonable drought. Damn, you catch that New York influence heavily. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. Hey, Amen. That's just fire, though, right? It is nice. Everybody go check out Stove God Cooks. I just found out about it, bro. But he's fired. Man, that's just crazy. Hey, you start off right. Start off right. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the MC Podcast. I am your host, MC. Hey, what's up? It's Johnny. And we are back with another fun-filled episode talking about Eminem again because he owes hip-hop everything, and then he, uh, he did whatever <laughs> he did. He did what he did this week. Hey, no, nah, He nah, did nah, what nah. he did this week. Leave Last boy, week, Friday. Leave, leave the boy alone. Okay, he came <coughs> Did you... What, what, off, was your, what was your real initial to the project okay. seeing it? Okay. The episode, like, the day his album dropped that night, we recorded the same day. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so like, I saw, I saw it late that night, you know, and I was like, okay, I'll listen to it in the morning. So, morning happens, wake up. Forget about it. Driving to work. Let me let me hear it real quick. And I thought it was nice, honestly. Like uh, a lot of good songs. What really got me was the whole um, that white gold where they, where they said he did Snoop. I lo- I listened to it. I was like, okay, hold on. Let me hear what he said about it first before I make a judgment about it. And I was like, oh, okay, it was nice, honestly. It wasn't a real diss. It was be honest. It wasn't. But you know what? I thought about it. I was like, and Snoop Dogs. The, the critique of what Snoop Dogg said wasn't a diss either because whenever I heard it I went back and so, I right. wanted to find out what Snoop Dogg said you went to the source yeah, yeah. I went to I went to the Breakfast Club interview where he said it and yeah. he didn't diss him and I was, I was like okay I, I'll see you <clears throat> I think it's competition at that point oh, I'm not in your top 10 whatever maybe let me work up to it let me see what's, what's wrong with you kind of like every artist should be offended that they're not in your top 10 yeah it every creates, artist is going to be offended if you're not in your top 10 it, but it, it creates hunger you know at the same th- point that too but with Snoop Dogg being as old as he is is Eminem really about to be in his top 5 first no no of course not like you gotta you gotta think of the, the greats that came before snoop dogg yeah and then you think about too like snoop dogg it's crazy we think of eminem snoop dogg is the same generation of rap almost maybe like five six years removed yeah 1997 1998 i think is when eminem finally dropped yeah snoop dogg's like early 90s but and snoop dogg has one of the best albums arguably ever yeah he does he does oh doggy dog style, style. <laughs> It is nice, hey. But I think it was a diss that much. I thought I was like, okay, it's nice, nice little jab. See if Snoop wake up. See what happens. Snoop ventures at different practice. I did. I did think this this diss was had validity to it, because it is like, damn, it came from your own camp. Like, yeah, what's going on with that? That's wild. Like Snoop Dogg said that about you. Yeah. But I think the only thing that really ties the two together is Dre. Yeah. 
That's the only thing. And then I think it's how like, you know, when you tell somebody some shit that's not really offensive, but it's like, oh, we'll do with this. And it gets back to that person and they take it the wrong way. Yeah. Could have been that shit right there. She's like, oh, hold on. I'm the best ever alive. He's not in my top 10, to be honest. And He's not in your top 10? I mean, like, top 10 is subjective. But I'm saying that's what Snoop probably said. Like, somebody said to Snoop, oh, I'm the best, best rapper alive. Like, uh, rap god. Top 10 He's like nah Nigga hit my top 10 Some shit like that And I feel it And that's true I mean Top 10's are subjective A lot A lot of things Go and factor with the top 10 So I understand it But My critique of the whole album Is just nice I like it I thought he brought some His last album Was Rap God That shit No his last album Was uh, Music to be murdered by This is the deluxe Of that album Anyway before that one Not the the, the, Before that one The one before that Was Kamikaze That one That shit was trash yeah, Kamikaze was garbage. Throw shit away. This one I liked a lot better. Music to be murdered by was a good album. And I was like, okay, you kind of get the old end flow back a little bit. He's back to that. Uh, his niche. He's back to his zone. He's in a he's in a good spot. You know. And then also like there was one song that I think I tagged you. And I was like, oh, listen to this song right here. Where he kind of like yeah, the one you sent me is the first one I heard. Yeah, it was like kind of like he kind of like paid homage to the game. He kind of did a, a lip service to it. I, 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 I appreciate that. You know, you can always you right. You can always do you can always do more. I'm not not even do more. It was whatever I heard when I heard that song first. I was like, oh shit, this might be a different M album. Yeah. And then I listened to more of it, and it was like, this is this is fucking Kamikaze all over again. Really? You know, like I like Kamikaze. Not not the track, not the part that it was like he didn't go too hard on. I'm the best rapper. Y'all think I'm shitty? Like yeah. But this still still said the same sentiment to me. Like you're still trying to prove something, M. When you you solidified yourself, stop yeah. worrying about what the internet says. I feel like he's just learned about the internet in the past four years. I feel like he's figured out how to get onto hashtags and see who's talking shit to him and why they're talking shit. And I feel like he's taking he's taking more offense to it in his latter years because he's like, damn, I just did this for twenty years and I'm still I'm getting shit on. And it's not that I don't think it's that he makes terrible music because I think he has I think he has the ability to make great music. I just think M has made too much money and he's been in this superstardom cocoon that he doesn't. I mean, for me, I think a little, a little differently than that. I think that with M. Is more like his legacy started to be in jeopardy because you saw these new rappers coming up, right? Especially a lot of these new white rappers coming up, and so your name gets kind of muddled, you know. But, when, name another white rapper. MGK, Gezi. That's good. No, not good, but okay. Pe- but people assume that they're good, and so they. I would never assume that MGK is good. But like, you have to watch Eminem, right? Eminem became such a phenomenon in rap, and he's such on he's he's on his own planet at this point. I'll tell you why. Cause every now, cause like every time now, when a white rapper when a white rapper comes out, the comparison Eminem is always gonna be there. Is that fair? Is it's not fair, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Because you're a why mo- do you think Jack Harlow didn't get that? Jack, there was no pushback with Jack Harlow. There I, was no critique to Eminem. I think Jack Harlow is still warm. He's still warming up right now. So he's still. But coming. I mean, even even in this stage right now, I do feel what you're saying. Like MGK, yeah. his antics were like, "Oh, this is Eminem rebirth." Yeah, yeah. G Easy kind of a little bit too. Same shit. But, he, but, he, he was good at rapping. G Easy yeah. is a good rapper. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like his music. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Like Logic. Logic's a good rapper. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like his music. I, I think right. <clears throat> I think with Jack Harlow right now. It's once he gets to that point where he's solidified as a rapper, where he's where he's taken seriously. I feel like he already is taken seriously, and he has solidified himself as a rapper. Really, you think so? That? I don't see where I don't see why he hasn't got the pushback of like, oh, you're a white rapper, you're this, you're that. I haven't seen Damn, no hate on Jack Harlow. Do you think it's like a generational thing? No, because I feel like the old heads that are in hip hop that would have been the same people that critiqued MGK are still here and they're praising Jack Harlow. But like, I only hear like, Jack- have you seen the features on Jack Harlow's last album? 
Let me pull it up. Go ahead. No, no, no. Like that song I heard. The only song I heard about the only song that I heard with Jack Harlow in it is that uh, what's popping remix? Rap. Yeah, what's popping? Brand new hit, just hop it. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new hit, just hop in, drop pop in, that, Because that's a, that's his biggest song. Yeah. That is his biggest song. But I mean, he's got Lil Baby, Big Sean. Uh, who is this on here featuring Chris Brown? I think that is Chris Brown. Uh, Adam Levine. But what old heads uh, Static up? Major. He's got a fucking a feature from Static Major, and Bryson Tiller. Uh, the baby's on. Uh, so what? Pop and remix. Um, I mean, definitely you can see that Atlantic put a lot of money behind the What's Pop and remix. Yeah, they did. I think they and pushed them, but I don't see the big. I don't see the old heads really rallying behind them. As you, they're say. not rallying behind him. But I'm saying they're not hating on him either. Yeah, I think there's no pushback like there was with MGK. I, like I, Logic. I think because. In his circle was probably a lot of probably a lot of black people in his circle. That's probably real. That's probably about where, where is he from? Jack Harlow. He's from the he's from, he's he's in the Midwest, I believe. That's weird too. I'm not 100 percent sure. I mean, honestly, we gotta wait and see. I feel like he's gonna get that. Any white rapper is gonna be compared to Eminem no matter what. It is. What I just don't is. feel like he has yet. Not yet, but I think he is eventually. And he can actually and, rap. And I think that. And I think that with him, he saw his legacy. He saw his legacy being overshadowed by these fake rappers out there. But give me content in the music. You're right. You deserve content. Not just that you can rap fast. You can battle rap. I don't. I know he's a good rapper. Yeah. You think? Give me another Marshall Mathers LP where the song, where there were some songs that actually meant something. Stand. Stand. You cannot replicate content. The, you cannot. Repli- the way I am. You, content. You can't replicate the criminal. You can't replicate curtain those. call. <laughs> Prime. Prime time. Fucked up. But you air. can do it. You, you can That's do the point. Is he can do it. So do it again. Let me ask you a question real quick. Would you rather come out the gate some 20 million records your first time or build your way up to 20 million? Oh, you're taking the Jay-Z route and you're yeah. going to build it up. But, I mean, he did the same thing. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'll probably give M more. I'll probably give M just a little more leniency than you do just because I feel like out of all fucking trash rappers out there, some of them are white. And, I mean, he's he stood out. He's the one that... Yeah. No, he, I'm not saying he, did, he isn't. But, yeah. my, but my thing is, is with so many... With so many white rappers and so many white people trying to do like the hip hop critiquing, you you get a very big landslide of yo M's trash, or you get the big he's the best rapper ever. Yeah, there's no middle ground, is there? But huh? I feel like for you to be white and you say he's the trashest rapper ever, you're wrong. <laughs> you're completely wrong. Yeah. And for you to just give him the holy grail of everything, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Maybe it improves itself in time. Maybe 2020 won't be a drop another album. Cause I heard another, not only that, but I guess it's just me. Like, I have to be in between. Yeah. Because of where I've came from listening to music. Yeah, you, and plus you can't ride his dick though because he's white though. It's true, you can't do that. Because if you yeah. did though, you'd be a stand for real. Yeah. And then you can't, Basically. Can't, and then you can't say he trash, so be a hater, <laughs> but you can't expect more out of him. You know, but, like. But that's where I there needs to be the honest critique of Eminem. Like, even like if Jay Z came out and put some bullshit out, I'm critiquing Jay Z the same way. I'm not giving Jay Z the leeway because he's Jay Z. Same with Kanye, same with Lawrence, same with Wayne. And I've I've been I've been on this podcast telling you that Wayne that not Wayne that Kanye West has not dropped a good album since my dark my dark twisted fantasy. Sorry, he hasn't. Jesus was cool. No. 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 Life of Pablo. Not even Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo. There were some good joints on it, but whenever you give me what was that graduation late registration, uh, what was the other one? What was the first one before that? College, college dropout. College dropout. 
You got 808s and Heartbreaks, My, my, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, you got those five albums that I can listen to front to back, and then you start dropping shit that I can only listen to one or two songs because the rest of it's trash. Is there any artist that you think that put out an album who just was just trash? Like, has any has any artist really kept that fire their whole career? Jay Z, Busta Rhymes, Nas, Kendrick, yeah, he, Cole. I mean, granted, they haven't had the same Long, span. Lo- longevity of them yet. But, but we'll this see. is 10 years deep. What makes an album of album for you? <clears throat> what do you mean? Like, you know, some albums. To me, I think an album has to be like, it has to be a symphony, right? It has to be intro to the end. It flows together nicely. That Every song fits. I don't want a mixtape. I, w- I want an album, you know? I want to make sure that I listen to something. That if I put it in a car, it can play from, it can play from start to finish. And it will all be fucking nice. That there's not one. Sk- I mean, this one's like some songs you might skip, but I mean, it has a like, good message to it. Like, I feel like there's a theme. Are yeah. we talking about a classic album? Or are we just talking about what's a good album? A good album. Okay. Like, like, Go ahead, cause, sorry. Like, like, all classics are good albums. Yeah, but but, th- but when you said skip, that's why I wanted to make yeah. sure what we were, yeah, we were on the same I mean, page. I mean, like even just a even just a nice album, right? Something that has a good flow to it. Like you, you see that you see the artist changing as the songs go through. You see the progression. You see what he's trying to convey you see what they're trying to say in the, in the album <coughs> i and, mean and like, i don't we don't get that anymore these days we get like 12 songs jumbled together because a lot of because okay so i, I i've thought of that too because i've heard this year's songs and a lot of them are the same fucking songs played over and over and well, over again i mean that's that fucking that's that auto-tune effect and that's that uh pop culture effect well I, I don't think it's that it's the streaming right now with with labels like you're obviously going to put your hottest art hottest artists out and you're going to put them on, you're going to get them to do three or four songs, and you're going to hope one of them streams immaculately because that's how labels getting paid from Spotify, Apple, yada, yada, yada. Wherever your song, your song is being streamed, that's how, that's how the industry is getting paid. Yeah. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to use analytics and algorithms that are saying, hey, this is what's hot. This gets streamed a lot. Lil Baby does it perfect. Put me out of EP. Yeah. Or the baby does it perfect. Put out an EP. Even though I don't think those two artists do that, but there are a conjunction of artists that we don't give a fuck about that do it, but they stream well. Yeah. <coughs> so I feel like that's an issue right now. So to your point, yeah, I do feel like we don't get those albums no more. Like Ty Dolla Sign's album, very underwhelming. <laughs> I was not happy with the album, he, but it streamed well. He could do a great ass <laughs> feature on anybody's song. And sometimes that, tra- that doesn't translate where to your own song, unfortunately. But he had so much time. Beach House, th- I think Beach House 3 was, no, My Tie was the last album he did. Yeah, that one came out. And that was 2018, 2017? When did, Beach House 3, when did Beach House 3 come out this year? No, Beach House 3 came out in 2016. I saw well connected to High Dollar Sign. He has a lot of good ass features and I just don't see him as. But he has the ability to do it. So why doesn't he take that ability and work on his own album? Free TC, greatest album by Ty Dolla Sign still. You know, you know, and that's the problem too. Like, we live in a time now where whatever streams, whatever sells, is what you put out. That if the people want this album, we give it to them. Not what you think they want is what you know they want. And so you give them what they want to hear. They want something. You know, when 808s first came out, heavily every song had 808s in it. Every song had a little bit of techno in it all of a sudden. Yeah. And that was the popular culture for a bit. And rappers start to lean that way too. When they stop dictating what's new and what's trending. It's the Kid trendy, Cudi effect. effect. What's the, explain what's that. The Kid Cudi effect? Yeah. Go ahead and bring it down to everybody. <laughs> you don't know what the Kid no, Cudi effect? Okay. So we wouldn't have 808s and Heartbreaks if it wasn't for Kid Cudi. 
What came first? Man on the Moon. Yeah. Then 808s and Heartbreaks came. Oh, then. Why? Because it was emotional. It was very emotional. Kid Cudi was a very emotional rapper. Even whenever his mixtape dropped, I think it had like a couple of the songs from Man on the Moon 2 on it beforehand, before it came out on Man on the Moon 2. Yeah. Um, and you could you could definitely tell if you listen to that album and then listen to 808s and Heartbreaks, you can tell where Kanye pulled from Kanye from from Kid Cudi. Do you think that it has to do with really what record labels are dictating now? More than no, I, for Kanye, no. Because because like I see cause I see a big trend on here too is that hip hop became popular culture. Like pop music. Oh yes, the number one genre for the last yeah, two years. Yeah, pop music is hip hop, and so that the whole mu the whole pop brand is working anymore. And I think when you have all these, re- I don't think that's true. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think hip hop is popular music now, and a pop brand. Yes, it's something, it's something else. Like popular- pop music. Yeah, or po- or just popular just music. Pop- like what pop music means? Popular music. Like that's a pop. Because they're still pop stars. Don't yeah. get me wrong; they're not streaming like hip hop is. Yeah. But you can have those pop effects in a in hip hop. Yeah, but like the baby's last two albums, there's there's mad chords that are from pop. Now, like like do you do you get? <clears throat> but like you know what I'm saying? Though, right? I'm saying that. Whenever hip, whenever the radio, especially like um, A and radio, FM radio, whenever that moved more toward having hip hop as the main star of it, that's when hip hop began going downhill, for me at least, because now you got all these radio songs on the radio, and it's not they're, they're not they're not making music. That's XM though. That's not really FM. That's not X, that's not really like ninety two point three. Who's on there? Shit, all them all them like generic ass people. Well, not you. But that's what I'm saying. You, you, Cause you said hip hop hosts. Oh no no! I said like hip hop, um, like hip hop uh, stations. Yeah. Like 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 uh, regular FM stations, basically not 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 XM, but like FM stations that play hip hop music as their main thing. Oh yeah, we didn't even have that until like what, two thousand four. So so like ever, ever ever since that happened, and hip hop became so popular, that now you have people really just making music that's really trending. Like nobody's really innovating. That's why when somebody comes around new, like the baby, and innovate shit. He took it over by storm. Yeah. Same with little baby. Same with uh, young boy. Like all these artists. Same with stove God cooks. Yeah, he coming out soon. Is should we? He gonna blow up with that one though. That's just dope. That shit came out earlier this year too. And that's crazy. You ever hear about it? Yeah. Do you think that you like? Do you think music is really oversaturated right now? I think. I think just like I think. That the algorithm doesn't work for small businesses really in Instagram and Facebook no more because Instagram and Facebook want the big, they want the big dollar. Yeah. That's why I think Twitter is so, is still so organic yet it's so hard to break into. Yeah. That it's like, they've done, the industry has done the same thing that they've done with streaming that they're doing with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and whatchamacallit they're giving them money to say hey make sure our artist shit is being seen no matter what yeah that payola shit because i can't tell you how many times i've seen what's popping on a fucking ad a lot i can't tell you i can't tell you how many times i've seen tory lane's fucking last album that came out so many times fucking justin bieber's little song justin bieber i'm like i never searched him i never searched him in my life but he's popping on my news feed a lot yeah that's what i'm saying okay i'll give it a listen to now he played like 50 times so I think it's this, I think it's the same shit now, is we're seeing the the record label noticing that social media is where it's at now because yeah. you can't just find somebody organically all the time off SoundCloud. There's so many so many songs being uploaded to SoundCloud a day. It's not even funny. There's so many videos being uploaded to YouTube. It's not even funny. Yeah. So you which way are you gonna which way are you gonna do it to get people to listen to an artist because it couldn't even be an artist that doesn't write anything. It could just be somebody with style, cadence, uh, confidence. In the in the look, yeah, 
and you want to get them popping. So what are you going to do? You're going to flood Facebook with money and say, make sure this shit is everywhere. Well, you know, I was thinking about that too recently. Cause <coughs> remember that guy played you, uh, Moray, that song? He was like, uh, oh yeah, bro, like my tweet. Oh really? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, no, bro, it's really dope. And I was like him. He came out that hot ass song, right? And I, I there's look, no EP or album. And I, I I looked through his fucking catalog shit, right? I found one other song. Yeah. He, he just dropped another one like two weeks ago. But I'm like, you came out this banging ass song, right? Millions of views blew up, and you had no content for the people to come and look at after you blew up that way. Yeah. So now I'm like thinking like, hey, was that organically or was somebody behind him pushed him a little bit and pushed that up to the top? It's a dope ass song. I give it ah. He can sing. He has that little hip hop rap cadence kind of flow. This shit. It's a very weird singing, but it's nice, right? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, it's just nice. Like I won't get tired of it. It's kind of like what um, uh, Rod Wave, right? That he that wave right there. And Don Tolliver. Yeah, and I was like, shit. And I was trying to figure out, like, hey, like, where's where's this continent right now? Who's who's this team right now telling them to do with this shit? He should at least have five songs right now on the radio drop back to back to back. And, and okay, so that that's another that's another thing I have because we're gonna get into this next topic. I think we're gonna go ahead and go just with music, and we'll talk about uh, the verses later. Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, so the thing is, is it better to drop one song and let that stream and hope people see it, or do you want to drop content consistently? Is consistency key in this saturated world we live in right now with music, or is or does it make more sense to build up a fan base? That shit's so tough. I mean. Honestly, building up your fan base is always a good thing because as long as you got 20,000 fans, you can become a millionaire easily, you yeah. know? Okay. Compared to like, say you drop a fire-ass song, that's the only one you drop, but no other content, eventually your name's gonna be forgotten because there's so much content being generated every fucking day. How long do you hold on to that song though? I mean, once you see the numbers rising and you, you, you see it start bubbling, you should already have something ready. Like, you don't have to drop something, but have something ready in the chamber at least. You know? Even if it doesn't stack up to this first song? Yes, because it was like, honestly, as long as we click on that shit and listen to it, the numbers go up, right? And people like yeah, what, okay. people like and love what's already, already hot. So say you got like a million views on songs that's kind of trash, you already got a bunch of fucking traction for it. People gonna ride with it no matter what. Okay. It's like, organic growth is always nice, but when it comes down to like making content and you mm -hmm. have something here that's fire as fuck, and you let it go you gotta be ready to feed that fire you know feed it with something twigs for now to put a log on that shit later but keep the momentum going cause once you stop it's easy to fall off like how many one hit wonders do we know that had a fire ass song but no nothing to follow by or nothing good to follow with it and they died out yeah you okay know, that let me laugh whip it nene shit shit fell off quick a lot of the damn shit falls off quick though and I'm like okay but if you pivot that shit to another okay hey like old time Lil Nas X he, he dropped some he dropped old time right that shit blew up. And then Panini. And Panini fire later. But he has a good ass catalog of fire ass shit still. Yeah, no, that's true. Because he just drops some shit at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, and year. I'm like, okay, he has a fan base now. It's even solidified even harder for him. And he got fire music too. So he's winning on two wins. Okay. You know, so it's always good to have in the back in the background of it. But if you only got one fire ass song, make that shit worth it. You know, pivot to something else. You know, get get your bag in another place. Okay. You always got to think of how to get your next bag in something. That's I feel what do you, um what go ahead what do you think it's gonna be like in 2021 for like a hip-hop artist i like 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 how do you secure a bag in this kind of climate like right now with this year i don't know how they've done it but next year i think we're gonna see a lot more until until we can open up and go see go see shows which i don't see that happening even I next mean, year that's just in california other states already open though like um it's so weird because we're in california so 
we've been locked down since fucking like February, March, nonstop. Since March, yeah. And other other states haven't been as much as we have been. You know, a lot. Well, of you just saw what was it? Trey Songz and NBA YoungBoy are arrested right now for having shows. Yeah, but then you also see them fucking hopping up on the charts again, climbing up with that shit. Those antics, you know, and they got bail money for that shit as well. So it's not like they losing; they actually winning yeah. twice. Okay. Traction, and then you get a bigger following. Oh, well, who are they? You get that MAGA crowd saying, "Yeah, I don't wear a mask. Fuck that. Break the rules. Go ahead, Trey Songz. Go ahead, NBA." Uh, well, okay, so I guess my first question to myself was this next year, if, if they don't open up for concerts, because if we see the vaccine shooting through the waves right now. Yeah. I don't know what that'll mean if everybody is going to get it eventually somehow, some way. I don't know why they just don't dump some shit all over America like a fucking crop dust and just make us all take it and say fuck it. But <laughs> Okay, let me, I'm going to feed you a second. I'm going to feed you in a second. You're going to go off on this one. But keep going, keep going, keep going. If that doesn't happen... I think I think the vo- virtual virtual concert concerts are cool, but now I need your apps on my TV. I don't want to watch Benny the Butcher and Conway on my phone. I don't want to watch Meg Thee Stallion on my phone. I don't want to see a rapper on my phone. Like I don't want to have to hold my phone like this. Like you know how, how you regularly hold your phone. I don't yeah. want to hold it sideways and watch a concert. Yeah. I want to be able to play it on my big ass TV. With my surround sound system, so I can hear the music how it's supposed to be heard, and I can see the see the show. Yeah, like title, you can't get on a TV. Apple Music, you can't get on a TV. Spotify, I think you can get on a few TVs, but it's not really like a thing. Spotify, I don't think it's doing it, but Apple Music and title doing the the live stream concerts or the pre recorded concerts and then playing them, like BET doing the. Uh, doing the fucking uh, award shows MTV doing the award shows I gotta watch them from my phone because I don't have those apps so shouldn't there be a way that we can pay for just that concert on Tidal or for a way to pay just for that concert on Apple or just to pay BET to see the hip hop awards or if they do a live concert yeah. or MTV there has to be a way where I can just pay for that I don't want to pay your nine ninety nine a month just charge me $15 to see the fucking concert that one time and that's all I want yeah it's it just so <laughs> But me, I think, but oh, I'm sorry. But I think we're gonna see a lot more artists like Offset bought uh, e uh, gaming team. They yeah. bought a he bought a game team. Um, he's doing things with uh, caffeine because yeah. of that. So he's already got two extra bags right there. I think we're gonna see art, we're gonna see artists personalities really flourish, and we're gonna see who is actually an artist and who had a business sense versus who doesn't Mm -hmm. like you see griselda with the whole uh they've been killing the merch game this year i'm pretty sure they've made well over a million dollars on merch alone not even talking about streaming yada yada, none of that just off merch i'm pretty sure they made a million alone so i think you're gonna see a lot of artists doing a lot of different things and seeing what works yeah but that gets muddy after a while because just because your name is attached to something it doesn't work how many more people are going to give you that chance yeah I mean, honestly, it's gonna be a it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting year, definitely. I think with the vaccine coming out, we're gonna see what really works, what doesn't work. Because you see, these mm-hmm. artists either the artists who waited our twenty twenty to produce content to to make moves because they thought it'll open up eventually, start touring again. Once they know that's not gonna happen anytime soon, they got pivot somewhere else. I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see like a lot of bad partnerships. We're gonna see a lot of bad investments made. We're gonna see a lot of bad just um artists not having that business since you know not pivoting to the right direction okay we're going to see who was really smart about working in the game what artists team but what artists because now i'm not gonna me me you're different i'm not gonna pay 15 bucks to watch a concert with one person on it 
one time. Well, I'm not saying just them. Yeah, I mean like the entire concert. Yeah, because like the Benny and Butcher and Kanye Conway thing, there was like two or three more artists before him. Yeah, no. So I'm saying like we're gonna (coughs) we're definitely gonna see more of that. We're gonna see more collabs going, but we also just might see just a different type of pivot because these artists gotta find a way to make what they're making while they're touring. I think if y'all just all started OnlyFans and let us in on live sessions sometimes. You could make a fucking killing doing that. I think you see podcasts blow up with different artists out there. Because yeah. like, right now you're seeing like a lot of music-heavy interviews with people on every platform. Like That's true. Fucking Joe Rogan had Jay Prince on. Yeah, you told me about that. I didn't get to listen yeah, to Yeah, I'm like, well, that's wild as fuck. I can't believe you don't. You didn't know who Jay Prince was. Like I, I heard his name before like in the, in the bubbles, but I never knew about it until the whole Drake versus Meek Mill scene where he squashed that. Or was He's the boogeyman of the South. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Okay, let me look him up. He fell deep with it. You didn't see his son? His son did a guest appearance at a 16th uh, birthday party like two years ago. You didn't see that, you didn't see that video floating no. around for like uh, almost all year? His mans came out the door with a shotgun because people started screaming. Uh huh. Oh, Jay, Jay, he don't play no games. No, no, and, and, no. And and, and it's gonna hey, be, Jay Prince, if you're listening, we love you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna be interesting, definitely. I think you're gonna see who really has that business savvy sense to really yeah. make a move in 2021. But for the vaccines too, though, what you said, like, want to just jump in all of us, so y'all get it. I think what was what, what we have to watch out for is that if they still require lockdowns after we get vaccinated, that's a problem. Oh yeah, that's a problem right there. You know that's what to worry about. But um, some of these places like Texas, Georgia, they have open open everything. You know, they, yeah, they've been open since like so June. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be it is what it is. We see a lot of artists go back to those areas doing these live concerts, probably doing a festival and shit like that. Are it's you going? Gonna, for me, if I get vaccinated, yeah, sure, I'll take a risk. I'm vaccinated though. So I, okay, so my question to you, Johnny, because you're the smart guy here. I'm not. <clears throat> the first vaccine, I don't know how to say the word. The p- Pisfer, Pfers, Peasers, however you say it. What I was, what I read about the vaccine, Pfizer from C from the CDC, was basically this is a small form of the coronavirus that's supposed to help your body make the antibodies to help you fight against the coronavirus, but that doesn't mean you won't get the coronavirus. I'm not no scientist. I'm not really that's that. That's wild. I'm not, I'm not even that smart. But let me just try. Here's what I, here's what I read about it. And what I kind of understand about it. Are you talking about Moderna? Because Moderna is making a big a big leeway now that they did the emergency. What you call it for yeah. Moderna? So for Pfizer, they're saying with that one is that basically like a both virus, both vaccines are 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 wait RNA virus. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Both vaccines are RNA uh, vaccines. That means like a replica of like the mitochondria that is the COVID virus, whatever that means. But anyway, for the Pfizer, Pfizer, they're saying that if you get the Pfizer vaccine, your chances of getting COVID are reduced dramatically. So, so then you get two doses, right? First dose, uh, 20, 28 days later, you get second dose. But they're saying that your chances of getting corona are super slimmed down. That this is the second, like, 0.0.5% chance you get in now. And I think the Moderna, they changed their studies to be more like, okay, if you, but like, this vaccine, for if you get the virus, you won't die from it. Chances are super dramatic, super decreased for those two. Basically, they, like, when you have a vaccine, you do it on two parts. You can either do it, like, either the transmission or the legality of it or, like, how deadly it is. Okay. So, depending on what your studies are and what they say is what you can lean into more. So, they can say, like, hey, people who got the Moderna vaccine, they got COVID, but they didn't die from it. So, your chances of getting COVID and die from it are super, super slim now compared to Pfizer. It's like, hey, 
you might not contract it because it's really super slim now that you get the virus now because you got the vaccine for it, but I can fight it off. But if you do get it, you might die or you still might get it. So it just depends. Like, no vaccine is foolproof at all. But for this one, it's so weird because you see the numbers, right? And the, vac- the virus is already like, what, 99% chance to survive from it, 1% chance of death? Yeah. With co- like uh, comorbidities or whatever they get, shit is called. Yeah. And you hear that shit right. So, okay, if I get it, I might live in ways. It's a high chance I might live. The vaccine just increases those odds for both times. Okay. So, that's all it is. And I, I, honestly, I think the vaccine is more so, like it's always been, it's more people who can't get it. For like autoimmune disorders, people too old or too young to protect them from getting sick. But they, they, it's such a like a complicated fucking thing, these vaccines, to read about it. And you're like, okay. So they both copy the RNA messenger cells and your body gets a small dose of the virus and makes copies of it for antibodies. If you get it, you won't get sick or you won't get as sick from it. And so they, they could change it to team with anything they won't change it to. It depends on how effective it works. But from what I heard about it, it's like either one changes how deadly it is and one changes how often you can get it if you can't get it. And they say like it's supposed to last like 10 years, the antibodies for the COVID shot. So you get it this year and you got antibodies for the 10 years until they kind of go away. So flu shots like every year it goes away or they change. So it, it's just so complicated, and I think that there hasn't been enough education out there for people who don't understand what what this shit means, and who don't kind of grasp it to say, hey, this is what this vaccine does. This is what it doesn't do. This is what ha- this is what happened with not. This is what might happen. This is what might not happen. And since they're not saying that shit, it's so hard to even take them. Taking yeah. them take hard, like, oh, is it true or not? Well, that's why I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like nobody really knows. Um, but people say, you're dumb if you don't get it, or uh, you're stupid, or, oh, you're a sheep if you do get it. Honestly, to me, I'm going to get it, but always do what you want to do. I respect your choice and your opinions, you know? You could be right. I could be wrong. I don't know. It depends on what we're trying to risk. That's all it is. Yeah, I don't know either. At this point, I'm like, man, fuck the government. I mean, oh, <coughs> hey, nice. No, see that? See that fucked up shit the Congress did pass today? The nine hundred billion <laughs> stimulus. Yep, and guess what? How much we get supposedly? Six hundred dollars. Six hundred fucking dollars. That's wild, huh? Like damn, yeah. People lost their job they, for a whole year. Yo, they they got to bail out the economy. We are the economy. Fuck that shit. No, sorry. You know we're not the economy. No. Who's the economy? I couldn't tell you to be honest with you at this point. Oh, see that shit's so wild to me. I think too many people got their jobs back and they're like, y'all good. That's what it really is too. Is like okay, if we we should realize that our government is full of greedy ass fucking pricks who got paid the whole time their full salary during COVID, but couldn't come to an agreement. The whole eight months they had to think about it. I think people are really fed up with the whole fact that we had the government had the gov the government and state had eight months to think of a plan to keep things going to keep things open before we got the vaccine. And to still be on the lockdown, <laughs> they were still arguing over the fucking stimulus yeah. bill. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, to still be on a lockdown at the end of the year is ridiculous to me. What you've been doing all year, sucking each other's dicks is so. Ge- no, they've been getting money and fucking chilling. So I, they're I going out to Barbados and chilling while we're here. So I don't understand that shit. Like, how the fuck you have eight months to have a plan of action for December, and not have one fucking plan of action except stay inside the house. At this point in time, it's like, fuck that. Let's do what we want. You do what you want. We do what we want. And that's the problem. They don't see it. That shit. We should have took the China route. What's that? They fucking sanitized the streets for like two weeks straight at first. Yeah. Yo, they barely had a case. The place where it started and supposedly shot up the most barely has a case, bro. Nah, fuck that. Don't believe that China shit over there. You getting paid by China? I'm not getting paid by China, but there's multiple countries that did that. Where they just fucking went around and cleaned everything. 
And it's not that it, it stopped the virus from happening, but their numbers are nowhere near ours. We are still the highest rising country in the world right now. But think about, too, like, what America, when you're born in this country, right, you are born with some freedoms. As you grow up, you learn about those freedoms, right? I get that. That's not what I'm saying. No, no. You're saying they should have a plan of action. Why didn't we ever think to just fucking clean things? No, I'm saying, like, I don't believe that China really has no cases at all. I feel oh, like they, no, no, no. It's not that they don't have no cases. Yeah. It's that the place, the epicenter of the virus uh-huh. has less cases than we do right now. If it's true or not, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. But if those numbers are true, shouldn't we have looked at them and been like, hey, what did y'all do? Or look at fucking Italy. They had the highest death rate at one point. Mm-hmm. We still don't have a high death rate of them, but their death rate of them dying actually has tremendously slowed down in the last eight months. I mean, there's no right. There's a lot of there's a lot of countries like that. So why haven't we thought like, hey, these people are like sanitizing the streets. They're like making every business clean every night. And when a business got COVID, they made the business shut down. Doesn't you, that make more sense? But, but we, it's crazy because like we. So if business got COVID, right? They're supposed to shut down, but when, None, Walmart has not shut down one time. And you're fucking lying to me if you say no Walmart has got one. <laughs> they all got one. The food for less in <laughs> Lancaster that shit was everywhere. <laughs> Hold on, let's go back to COVID theory real quick. Okay. I don't, I don't believe China. I think they lied about all that shit. I think they got way more of their telling. And the sanitizing street thing, that wouldn't. It wouldn't work because they, I don't mean literally the streets. Yeah, but I'm just saying they should have like, had a team of people like doing that, right? Yeah, like uh, had the government. Hey, you know we got these. We got the COVID crew coming in, clean your business up after dark, you know. We boost the economy, I'll pay them a little wage, keep everything going. Some way, like, you're right, that'll be a guy that have, like, a COVID cleanup crew that goes to business every night, cleans up, sanitizes it up, you know, if they're still open, and kind of help boost jobs and help boost the economy up and provide work for people that are not working. That would've been a great idea. And I think you're right, the government didn't do a good job. You know, eight months to not do shit is fucking ridiculous. And, I mean, other countries haven't had it as bad as us besides Italy, but, like, they say Italy had like this high rate of people who smoke. Well, they live on, but they live on top of each other yeah. too. So like that was the other thing too about the Italy thing. Because you got to think Italy's probably like re- a really big fucking country. Yeah. But it's very like it's like L.A. Yeah. It's like if California was Italy, the biggest place is like L.A. Like it's so close together. Like yeah. obviously they were gonna have a huge number. But then like L.A. County, right, has thirty million people in it. Some countries don't even have that. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's like hard to control a population size that big. But my thing about the whole freedom thing is that. Americans are we're all born to this freedom in America that we have mm-hmm. and so when people see actually je- like being jeopardized they react negatively not listening not following rules our culture is like a rebel- uh, rebellious one Re- rebellion how you say it Rebel- rebellion nah rebellious rebellious no. <laughs> I'm so dumb <laughs> <laughs> you about this rebellious our, our, culture, our culture is full we were of, built on rebellion yeah and so it's like now rebellious gotta, there you go so now we have like the same kind of mindset about it Wear a mask, nah, fuck you. Don't tell me what to do on my own face. It's on face. Don't stand by me. That kind of shit. Yeah. And I think other countries don't have that kind of arrogance that we have here. No, not at all. But in that thing also makes us great too as well. We still eat a, McDonald's. Yeah. Have, having these choices, right, to say, nah, fuck that. Makes America great. Also fucks America up too. You're true. That's right. You're right. You're right. But it is what it is though, right? I mean. But I, I just, th- I think you are right. It is bullshit that eight months, it's like nothing. Like you're still arguing over stimulus bill. Yeah. And you're right. We should have had like a whole COVID cleanup there. You had something to stand, something to sanitize, 
something to sanitize every place that we we go to you know like i think businesses should have had that i also think whenever you walked into a bigger business there should have been like a like a sanitizing station like the nfl has yeah like before they walk into the arena they walk under that mist or whatever that shit is uh-huh. and it sanitizes everything and then they got to go through and they got to sanitize whatever's in their bag blah, blah blah but i feel like at every work you should have had that like when you walk into work you should mm-hmm. have a sanitizer hit you bam anybody that <laughs> walks in sanitizer hit you bam like take a temperatures all that i think it's i think another thing is too is just that this whole mask thing was not a big deal like honestly it wasn't that hard to put a mask on and go outside with it i just thought it was stupid because it was a virus yeah but the other thing too is like <coughs> my thing is that it's something so simple right i get i get what you, i get yeah that. it's like like we they're not asking for you to fucking donate blood asking mm-hmm. you to put a mask on for five ten minutes max when you're when you're going somewhere and for that to be such a fight and so political, it was so stupid to me because... The political part tripped me out because it was like, this has nothing to do with yeah, politics. I'm, I'm like, it's so stupid because people who care about other people who say all lives matter but didn't want to wear a mask outside, whether side supports it or not, why take that risk at that point in time? So you, you must not care about other people if you're willing to put their life in jeopardy because you don't wear a mask because of your freedoms. You know, it, it, to me, it, to me, it's not kind of odd. Yeah. Like, like it only mattered when you said opposition to one thing, but not when you go out there doing these, um, like, dirty ass activities and not take precautions with it. Yeah. So that's one part. The only thing it. that really pissed me off about the mask thing is because it was a virus. So that that means that yeah, you potentially have you have you potentially have the risk of somebody coughing and you catching it from the air because you don't have the mask on. That is a potential. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not. My thing was is that people in America are gross, so they touch everything and then stick their hands in their mouth. Yeah. The mask doesn't stop that. They go and lick doorknobs and girls suck random dicks, so it, the mask meant nothing. <laughs> you don't like your dick sucked? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I said. No, no. I agree but, with you. But there were so many different things that it's like, yo, this thing can really be transmitted any way possible. So you're telling me we have to wear a mask so you don't get it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, for me it's different because <clears throat> it's like... If it was an airborne bacteria, I get it. <laughs> no, no. We got it wrong. I'll tell you all in a second. But it's a virus. I'll tell you off air. No, because like the whole masking too, it w- it was not to stop the fucking virus. It's just to reduce the slow it down. Yeah. yeah. So like, say you cough with a mask on, right? Instead of getting the fucking full load of fucking COVID in your face, you got like a reduced number of it. So if you have a low dose of COVID, Yo, if you're your coughing body, in people's faces, I'm fucking punching yeah, somebody, bro. But, but it's like, That's what I mean. It's, yeah. it's people just being gross. Yeah, it's it's just so stupid to me. Like, have you ever watched Bar Rescue? Yeah. Okay, we're off on, we're off topic right now, but anyway. Right. So I was watching it last night, right? Because they got the YouTube clips up because when COVID happened, they put all the clips up up, up there. Uh-huh. This girl had booty shorts on, and you could see her ass cheeks out of them, right? Well, she was so drunk, she was like sticking her finger up in there and pulling her shorts down, and then she was grabbing cups like with her finger inside the cup and putting the cup on the table. And I was like, "That's how we got COVID." Was she was she cute? It doesn't matter. <laughs> It does matter. So you're you're gonna eat, you're gonna drink out of a cup that she just stuck her her finger in her booty hole. I mean, you sure it's a booty hole or something else? I don't know what's in her booty hole. I don't know what's been in or out of her booty hole. Huh. Oh, by the way, no, fuck you, Johnny. Answer the question. So anyway, okay. on Facebook, right? For some reason, <laughs> for some reason, I get a notification like whenever uh, George or MC make a post. I don't know why, but. Uh, so today I was like getting ready to go shopping for Christmas presents and whatnot, and okay. I see a post from George saying, uh, "Jorge, George, whatever." I hear him saying that you guys, um, all guys, want to fuck a porn star when they got older, but but 
<laughs> it was like all guys on fucking porn star when they got older, but when now they were you younger. When they're younger, but now you can't even go fuck a girl with OnlyFans because you're so insecure. And you said, <laughs> you said it's because they cheated on us. That's why we had that conversation. I was like, nah, I ain't never been cheated on. <laughs> You've that. never been cheated on? No. You're you're lying. No. You, you're lying. No, not lying. Just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yes, that does. No. Yes, it no, it that, doesn't. It means that exactly. No. So, Sorry. So I'm supposed to assume one of my ex-girlfriends cheated on me? Yes. Why would I assume that? She might assume because I cheated Because it happened. Then. How do we know what happened? Hey, don't put your insecurities on me. I'm not putting me. my insecurities it's on okay. you, but if you've dated multiple women, yeah. It's a 99.9% chance one of those women have cheated on you in some form or fashion. What girl are you talking about? What kind of women you be dating? <coughs> Everybody. That's why I did the 1% that don't cheat. <coughs> You're such a liar. No, I'm not. You just just because you don't know, Johnny. Look, you can have all the securities in the world uh -huh. and you may have never wanted to know where a girl was. Uh -huh. Fine. That does not mean she, che she didn't cheat on you in any form or fashion. Uh -huh. I'm not saying another man stuck her dick in her. I'm saying she cheated on you in some form or fashion. She broke your heart, huh? A lot Who did. Fuck heart. you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, so stay tuned. We still have a lot to go through. Let's go. Come on, what else we got? Uh, let's just, we'll end with B-Dot right nah, now because nah. you didn't watch the verses. Okay, let's move to B-Dot real quick. Okay, so B-Dot put out a list and internet went crazy. So the first list was, let me get it up here real quick. The first list was best Top 10 best rappers of 2020. Freddie Gibbs, number one. Number two, Conway the Machine. Number three, Benny the Butcher. Number four, Russ. Number five, Big Sean. Number six, Lil Baby. Number seven, Nas. Number eight, Drake. Number nine, Lil Wayne. Ten, Stove God Cooks. This was based on skill, performance, and presence. For 2020? Why is Big Sean before Lil Baby? What did he drop this year? Detroit 2? Detroit 2. Why is Drake above Lil Wayne? Did Dark Lane demo tapes come out this year? Or was that the end of 2019? That's so wild. Do you think it's because of popularity too? It <coughs> he said it's based off skill, performance, and presence. Yeah. So, I so popularity, yeah, I would say is presence. Yeah, it's presence. So it's yeah. Dark Lane demo tapes, probably the Tootsie Slide song. Yeah. And his two songs with DJ Khaled, and he has the guest feature on Wayne's album. That's a wild. I mean, Freddie Gibbs makes sense to number one because he had that beef earlier this year. Well, he he had uh, Alfredo earlier yeah. this year without the Alchemist. So 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 that, I guess I see I can see that. Conway right there. the Machine has put out three albums this year. Benny the Butcher, I believe, two. Russ has put out two. I get those. Nas has only put out one. Nas is a great, so I get it. But he should be number ten. Stove God cooks. I just this is where I heard about him yeah. from. The list right there. Yeah, from this list, and I went to go check him out because I've never heard of him. Yeah. Um, so I checked him out. He was dope, but it's one project. And if you're basing this off presence, how the fuck is Nas up there when he's only put out one album? I think. How is Big Sean up there when he's only put out one album? I, I think he really. Um, that list is so subjective to him because. But he's basing it off skill, performance, and presence. That's his skill level. He thinks skill is really is. But I mean, honestly, it sounds like Freddie Gibbs up there for his presence this year because it was huge. So yeah. it's always Jacob with Lil Wayne for the same reason as well. Big Sean. Lil Wayne has a bigger presence this year than Drake. But uh, really, I thought it was like after his album drop before I saw. Because he had one well, earlier he put in out, January. He put out the funeral this year. Yeah, so that was He big. put out the last out, not the funeral, but uh, the album after that. Yeah. And then he put out No Ceilings 3 in the in the B-sides. Yeah. So, so that's, a, that's a lot of projects. That's crazy. I don't get his criteria then. Cause, 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 like, Skill, cause, like, performance, and presence. Because like, Big Sean makes sense to be number five because he came out with Detroit too. It was highly anticipated. And it did not perform well. 
See, and like, is that just another thing? If you were not fucking with it, it's different. Like, like, say you didn't sell a million copies. I'm not asking you to sell a million copies. Yeah, but but like, but I listened to it, and it wasn't if you're talking, but if you're okay, so performance. There's no, there's no, since there's no concerts, concert. we're basing the performance off the album and in the album, not just its selling, but how well the songs trans transition from album to listening. Right? It would be the performance of the artist in the studio. Yeah. Detroit 2 was cool Don't get me wrong It just didn't perform To where I think Sean could have Performed at You think it was Because of um, Where's ASAP Ferg <laughs> You think it's because Of the whole presence Is more like Hashtag Like who got more Tweets on hashtag Who had the most following Who was like Who made bigger B-Dot isn't like that I don't know if you no. know Who B-Dot is no. But B-Dot Nelly Wilson Do the Rap Radar Podcast On title <clears throat> I'm never gonna think That they're doing things Off popularity On social media Yeah they they do they are real hip hop heads. Yeah, so it must be something. That, it must but be. For, but this this to me, a lot of people say you know y'all don't even know B Dot. He knows real hip hop. Okay, so then why do you have Big Sean before Lil Baby? Lil Baby has arguably had the best twenty twenty of any artist next to Da Baby. Yeah, arguably. And if you're gonna if you're gonna say that, where's Meg on this? Meg's arguably had the best year. They probably want to avoid the uh, criticism for that one. Like I can see why I can see why they left make off Meg. I, okay, I get it. But what about um We gotta see what he means by all those terms up there. And like what level he was grading anybody at. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll move on then. What was he like, oh yeah, uh Big Sean spent fire for this amount of time? Yada yada have more bars, that's why it's chosen for us. I, I I really don't know, but I but I think if you're talking about presence, yeah. Just solely presence, I'm putting Lil Baby before Conway the Machine and Benny the Butcher. Yeah. I get the streets might have been talking more about Conway and Benny the Butcher, but the streets and mainstream was talking more about Lil Baby. Yeah. And Russ, I believe, is would be would be below they would be below Conway the Machine and Benny the Butcher because Russ has that weird presence where it's felt everywhere. Yeah. But it's not he still has a niche audience. Yeah, his audience is still there. Like, yeah, he may reach a lot of people, but when they it's still very small. Exactly. But it's still it's not small enough that you can't hear to hear, you know, you feel me? Yeah. But I feel like Drake should have been last there and I don't feel like um and I don't feel like uh I don't feel like Drake should have been on there. Mm. I don't I, feel like it's enough to I mean, base honestly, it off of. Since you thought it was trash. It was horrible. So, okay. so, so, so I mean, I don't get I thought Dark, Dark Lane demos was cool. It was all B-sides, so I liked it. Okay. But I like the B-sides a little bit more sometimes. Uh, so this was 20 for 20, best rap features. This is in no order whatsoever. So Lil Wayne on Benny the Butcher's Timeless. Future on Lil Yachi's Pardon Me. Benny the Butcher on uh, Lil Wayne's Russian Roulette. Tory Lanez on Jack Harlow's What's Poppin'. Freddie Gibbs on West Side's Gun, 500 Ounces. 500 Ounces was dope. I'll give him that one. This isn't the one I was really mad about because this this one sounded great. Drake on BB King's, uh, Drake on Lil Wayne's BB King freestyle, uh, Conway the Machine on Freddie Gibbs, Babies and Fools. All these are great. Um, best ten rap albums. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo, cool. Conway the Machine from King to a God. I don't know if that should have been number two. Uh, Stove God cooks reasonable drought. I don't know if it should have been number three. Benny the Butcher's Burden of Proof. I would have put that in as number two. Five, uh, Nas King's Disease. I would have put that in as number three. Big Sean's Detroit 2. I think that's placed well at number six. Seven, uh, Lil Baby My Turn. I feel like that should have been higher. West Side's Guns. Uh, Pray for Paris should have been higher. I don't know who Larry June is, so I'm not even going to say anything about that. But it's Larry June. Keep going. Uh, number 10, Jack Harlow's. Uh, that's what they all say. <clears throat> this is no EPs. This is just albums. 
Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I didn't hear about the uh, stovetop, so I can't judge that one either. Or Lenny. I don't. I just don't think it should have been that high because all of these were based off skill, performance, and presence. But then, like, I can't even judge that list because I haven't heard most of those albums. I oh, heard really? the uh, Nas, and then I heard Detroit, and then I heard Little Wayne's, and then I started listening to uh, Little Wayne's on here. Little baby. Oh, little baby. My turn. And I started listening to some uh, Freddie Gibbs when we had that interview with that little uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, the little the little beef. Yeah, yeah, but not to finish it all the way. But that's how much like. But I, I I did listen to most of these projects. I did not finish my turn. I didn't. I liked Pray for Paris, Jack Harlow. That shit just came out. How you, how can you say that's the best album of the year? But then like, it depends if you heard it earlier or some shit like that. Or, that doesn't uh, matter either because it if it's based off if it's just based off skill and performance then yeah yes because you can have a biased now, opinion now does performance mean how many downloads they got listens they got or does it I mean don't think B. Nelly Wilson are ever going off that that's yeah. me personally because I've I listened to their podcast that's me personally but then also like I'm not it shows you how much of a album, I don't listen to albums that much because for one I think some of them are too long with not enough good content in them you know it's like yeah that's true it's okay. like I, I end up skipping half the songs anyway you know after the first minute or so oh it's trash that, or it's not for me you know it feels like filler like I feel every album now has three to four maybe hit fucking singles or hit songs and the rest is just there for filler yeah you okay know? I get you cause like I don't, I don't see people dropping with a whole list of stars you know on the, on the album it'll be like maybe two Jake Holden dropped this year right next year it, it may, it'd probably be like <laughs> it hope. Would, it'll be like two three songs two at the two at the least that I hear on the album that I like then one song that's not really rated that high but everybody's probably fuck with it still can you even do a top 10 list this year? Of albums? Honestly, I couldn't. I'd rather do top 10 singles or top 10 songs or artist. I feel like nobody... I guess my problem with it is is I don't feel like any of these albums, period, yeah. actually ruled the year like a top 10. Any of these albums in a top 10 yeah. should still be, be talked about right now. Nas King's Dead, two weeks. Conway's albums, two weeks. Benny the Butcher's, two weeks. But everything I give is, all those albums two weeks, but, and that's not true. I know what you're going to say next, and no, that's not true. No. Because if you think about 2019, floor seats lasted months. If you look back last year, the uh, the Carter Five, the Deluxe, lasted a couple months. Uh, the Revenge of the Dreamers, I believe that was last yeah, year. Well, yeah, uh, it was last year. That lasted months. Jid's hmm. album lasted months. Like it, it makes no sense. Do you think that this year the albums just weren't of that quality, <clears throat> or what happened this year? I think we were just stuck in the fucking house, <laughs> and that's why we didn't get those albums like that. Well, I think I, I think not only that, but it's hard to it's hard to really gauge something just off social media. For me, I yeah. can't really gauge it. Like I'll listen to it if enough people talk about it. Yeah. But I can't gauge just off social media. Like I gotta go somewhere. I gotta hear what's being played. I like there's certain shit you gotta hear out. Yeah. You can't hear it in your house and think that this is the fire shit ever. See, I think what albums will happen this year is more like they put they put out an album this year, but they didn't get a lot of traction in the media, so we didn't really know about it. I think if people knew that they dropped projects this year, it'll be they'll be up on it. But the thing was, we didn't know about that. Well, we, I don't even think it's that. I think it was when this when the sh shutdown first happened, uh -huh. and there was no news coming by. It was like as soon as somebody had the first juiciest story, that's what we heard about. Yeah. Bam, right then and there. But I don't know. I think the album just really fell to heights just because people are not really listening to full albums anymore yeah you know? no and plus, I feel like, it. plus like there's no people are not waiting for drops to happen anymore like a couple rappers right you got a Kendrick album coming out people waiting for the drop J. Cole waiting for the drop someone like Eminem he dropped it surprisingly like out of nowhere because he knew people won't be that 
he knew that he would be much more. Yeah, so no, I get it. So I think some of these rappers really didn't bring up the whole anticipation era, era like um, area of their album. I mm-hmm. feel like it was kind of rushed to get put out, and then when it didn't do numbers like that, it was like, oh yeah, I know why. I mean, nobody knew about it. Yeah, no, I get you. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, wish, I wish they wouldn't. I wish that they had more publicity. And I think it, it needs to it needs to happen. You know what I mean? It needs to be something that's there needs to be a way so we can hear more albums yeah. more often. You know, on YouTube they do, they do it really good because if you subscribe to my page. Every time and you drop something, you think you get a notification. But then, if you it. if you watch enough stuff that's kind of like in that same realm, yeah, you get more the algorithm. Fucks yeah, yeah, you. yeah, and it gets it gets you to more artists. Like I yeah. found some dude that gets like two million views a song on YouTube last night. Never heard of him a day in my life. Really, what's his name? <coughs> Don't remember. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll show it to you because it's it's on my watch list. Was he good? It was okay. Okay. I didn't understand how he got so many views, but whatever. He figured out the algorithm somewhere, though. That's all it is, making sure you get the right algorithm down. And I guess it is how you tag your shit at the same time. Those hashtags really matter, too. It does. But you know what, though? I think that 2021, you're going to see some fucking great-ass albums. Our surprise win. How many girls you got ready to to hear uh, Drake's new album coming out? You think it's going to do numbers? Yeah. Drake always does numbers But like do you think It's gonna be like More of that Generic ass Tootsie slide shit On that album Or is it gonna be spitting Or at least being emotional Or some shit like that I hope he's spitting Cause that's the hard part too Right because I like a Drake's Emotional part so. Yeah I do too But <laughs> I got my heart broken Johnny <laughs> Tootsie slide It seems so generic That I can't do a whole I definitely think It was just a fun song He just threw out Yeah I think it was like No planning Yeah but 21 could be his year If he started strong too Drop Ooh. it in uh, Drake, yeah. If he if he starts the if he starts the year off, but it's I think it has to transcend into money too because a lot of artists aren't going to be like ASAP Rocky. I wouldn't doubt that he wanted to drop this year, yeah, but couldn't. But management said, "No, nah, don't do it." I think Kendrick wanted to drop this year, but couldn't. I, I think Cole wanted to drop this year, but couldn't. I, I could believe it because why drop an album before you go on tour? Because like you say, he's dropping a J Cole album right now, and he can't tour for another six to eight months. It might be too late. It might be just too late for that to happen. Same with Kendrick too. Like, you want to recoup your album losses. You want to make sure that you can have more areas that get revenue in. That's why our app needs to come out. Yeah, do. For real, it's a good idea. (laughs) All right, MC. All right, man. We out, y'all. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate you so much. Try keep me hooked in here. It's cold as well. It's so good, right? Cause it's like, man, it's needed. You know what I mean? Gotta finish them scriptures, man. It's needed, man. It's needed. Eyes fiery, cry tears to my diary. Sometimes a Zanny bar can't help you fight back the anxiety. I go to my law quietly. Teardrops on our faces, teardrops on my faces. Like teardrops become waterfalls by the time they reach my laces. My eyelids is like levees, but my tear ducts is like glaciers. As I contemplate creation, the salt that heals my wounds pour out my eyes is like libations. I can't stop my mind from racing. I got numbers on my phone. Pictures on my phone The day my mama died I scrolled her texts all day long The physical returns But the connection still stays strong